Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Strive to Five podcast. As always, I am your host, Joseph Hadaway, and today I am speaking with Daniel Blue. Daniel is the founder of Quest Education, uh, the host of the or co-host of the How Winners Win podcast, and uh, Quest Education, a personal finance education company focused on helping sole entrepreneurs and small businesses. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm doing great, Joseph. Thank you for having me on your show. Hey, thank you very much for taking the time. So, you know, going to start it out, I gave you a, a brief bio there. What else can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, I uh, ended up being in the financial world really just by, I would say, I, w- I wish I could say it was something I've always wanted to do in terms of like being an entrepreneur, being a business owner. It, that wasn't my my case at all. It really just came to fruition just because I wanted to make sure I, I had a life that I didn't experience when I was younger. My parents got divorced when I was 12 and now it was just my mom and I and we struggled financially growing up. And uh, I saw my mom really work her tail off. And despite the amount of work that she she did, things were just you know pretty pretty challenging. And I just remember thinking, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I want to make sure I could you know, provide back to my mom and, and pay her back for all of the awesome things that she did raising a teenager on her own. And I ended up stumbling into sales at 18 years old found that to be a path that allowed me to generate some some pretty decent income and i was in the real estate space at that time i'm 18 19 years old and around this time frame is when i got exposed to the self-directed retirement account industry and we'll touch more on that as as our conversation flows more but basically a self-directed retirement account allows people to control their own money invest into crypto real estate private equity and i remember in my early 20s hearing people in the real estate space say that they use their 401k or IRA to invest into a flip, to invest into a rental property. And I thought that was so unique because I was always taught that an IRA or 401k was only to be used with a stock or a mutual fund. So this whole world was opened up to me in my early 20s and I knew it was a world that I eventually wanted to explore. However, it took some time for me to make the switch from the sales space in terms of you know, the real estate side and, and, and things of that nature to the self-directed space. And, and I made that pivot in my mid twenties, worked for a company for a number of years, and then got to a point where I'm like, you know, I wanna be a captain of my own ship. I want to give this entrepreneurship a go. I obviously feel like I can do pretty well with sales and generating revenue. I don't know the first thing about business. I don't have a family that is made up of entrepreneurs. My family isn't made up of money, but I did a pretty decent job building my credit along the way. And I maxed out a bunch of 0% credit cards when I started Quest Education about four years ago, put a lot of my own savings into it. And here we are four years later. So, you know, I also, while we're here, so, you know, what exactly you know, do you do at Quest Education? So the, the main component, or I guess the main problem we solve in the marketplace is helping people access money in their IRA and 401ks, penalties and, and tax-free. That, that's a big myth in the sense that we're conditioned to believe that money in a retirement account, we can't touch until we, we retire. That money is out of sight, out of mind. And that's not necessarily true. There are ways for you to access that money penalty and tax-free where you can access that money penalty and tax-free now. 
and use that money to do some really cool things. Like for example, we had a, a client here recently, she needed capital to start a school. She wanted to start a school during COVID, right? COVID really changed our education system and she wanted to start an online school. She needed some funding to make that happen. We showed her an option where she could tap into her retirement account penalty and tax-free to start her school. So there's some really unique things that retirements can be used for in terms of starting a business or maybe investing outside the stock market, like your retirement account, owning crypto, real estate, you know, things of that nature. Almost running it kind of like uh, the way one of the big hedge funds invests. Yeah, that's what's interesting is, uh, and, and I see this argument made a lot in the sense of the way our current economic or current financial situation is set up it's almost designed where you have to be ultra wealthy to be able to invest and participate in some of these asset classes and if you're not ultra wealthy you can't and i truly believe a self-directed retirement account makes the 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 playing field more level obviously there's risks with all investments i don't care if it's real estate if it's crypto if it's stocks if it's your side hustle there's risks with everything and you obviously need to take those risks into consideration but i'm a big believer we live in the greatest country in the world we're very fortunate to be americans and obviously freedom is a big cornerstone of who we are and where we've come from we should be able to have the freedom to do what we want with our retirement accounts so i'm just gonna you know you've mentioned this a couple times and uh, I'm moderately aware, but I'm not going to lie until you're an expert. And I'm sure many of our listeners don't know, you know, so what is a self-directed retirement account? So basically a self-directed retirement account just allows alternative assets to be held into the plan. So and I'll, I'll give an example. An alternative asset would be a private equity play, right? Maybe you've got a buddy that owns a solar company and he wants to take in investors and you've got a retirement account and you'd like to use your IRA or 401k to invest into his company. Well, you can't do that unless your retirement account is structured a certain way, right? If you have a, a 401k or IRA with Fidelity or Edward Jones and you call them and you say, hey, I wanna invest into this private company, my buddy's solar company, they're gonna be like, yeah, it's, that's not what this is designed to do. So a self-directed account just can administer alternative assets, precious metals, uh, crypto, uh, you know, real estate. You can use your retirement account to do private lending, promissory notes. So there's a big list of, of options in terms of you know what a self-directed account can do. The world really is your oyster. Exactly, exactly. You get both sides of the menu. I, I, I like to think of a self-directed retirement account when you compare it to your IRA or 401k at Fidelity is a self-directed account gives you both sides of the menu. You, you have the front side of the menu that has a bunch of items that you can choose from to, to eat when you're at dinner, but then you can flip over that other menu, the other side of the menu on the back, and there's even more options when you go down the self-directed road compared to a, a traditional IRA or 401k at Edward Jones. And also, you know, out of curiosity, is I'm, I'm learning things here too. Um, so, you know, is so these, you do mention they are retirement accounts. Are you subject to the same like 10% early withdrawal penalty as like saying my 401k is? Well, it depends on what you use the money for, right? Let's pretend that someone had $50,000 in a, a self-directed account. 
And if they use that money to invest into real estate, there's no taxable event because their self-directed account still owns that asset, right? So I'll give you a, an example. We had a lady that ended up coming to us after she made a decision that costed her tens of thousands of dollars. So basically she needed some, some capital to invest into a multifamily deal and she had money in an IRA that she wanted to use to invest into this multifamily deal. And she went to her financial advisor. She asked, hey, I've got this money in my IRA. I wanna throw it into this real estate deal. Can you help me? And he said, the only thing that I could tell you to do is to just take a distribution, withdraw the money. And if you do that, you're gonna get crushed in penalties and taxes. And that goes to your 10% early withdrawal comment plus taxes. So this lady really wanted to take money out of her IRA and put into this multifamily deal. And she went ahead and took the hit and she ended up losing, I think she took like a hundred thousand out of the account. So she ended up losing like 30, 40% in penalties and taxes at the IRS. Right, so her hundred thousand turned into like 60, $70,000 after the fact, which is terrible. And we helped her see, hey, you could have taken money from your IRA, converted it into a self-directed account, and then from the self-directed account, invested into this multifamily deal and there would have been zero penalties and taxes, no taxable event triggered. So that, that's the power of a, a self-directed account and being able to avoid those penalties and taxes. Diving into this even more. So, you know, of course, Red Your Media can't do my research uh, for the show is, you know, is this kind of, you know, what you mean when you say being your own bank? So there's the term of being your own bank, and, and I know a lot of your listeners are, are probably more savvier than others. So maybe you've heard of being your own bank with like infinite banking with insurance policies. That stuff's cool, serves purpose, but that's not what I'm talking about when I say be my own bank. What I'm talking about is what's called the solo 401k. The solo 401k is a self-directed plan that is for an entrepreneur without any W-2 employees. So if you're like a consultant, freelancer, basically if you've got some kind of side hustle or business activity where you don't have any W-2 employees working for you, then, then you probably qualify for the solo 401k. And one uh, person that comes to mind is a gal that needed about $20,000 in, in inventory for her online business. She needed the 20K to buy some product and she had an IRA. We helped her take the IRA, move it to the solo 401k. And now she had money in her solo 401k. On the solo 401k, Joseph, there's what's called a loan feature. And the IRS states with a loan feature, you can borrow up to 50% of the account value or 50,000, whichever number is less. You can take that money out penalty and tax free, and you can use that money however you want. The caveat is you've got to pay it back within five years to avoid the penalty and tax hit. So what this lady did is she took 20,000 from her solo 401k, took it out, bought inventory, made money, did her thing there. And then within five years, she just had to pay back the 20,000 back to her solo 401k. And what makes this really unique is there's an interest rate on the loan. It's prime plus two points. So, you know, you're looking right now about five to six percent is the interest rate on this, but the interest goes back to her retirement account. So she's paying back the principal plus the interest. So essentially she's her own bank and she used her own money to fund her business. 
and I'm I'm a 401k guy. That's what I do in my nine to five. And that, that's exactly, I mean, you just listed ERISA laws. And I, I will admit, you said this at the beginning, I was really, really afraid when we booked this show and I started my research, I'm like, oh no, this guy's about to come so whole life uh, on my uh, on my podcast. I'm like, no, nah, I'm glad to hear we've gone a different direction. Yeah, and, and again, nothing against whole life, infinite banking. I've got insurance policies. I just obviously, my business model is self-directed accounts, solo 401ks. So that's more of my, my passion. I, I like to just be very blunt with people. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not here to sell investments. What I love what we do is we sell solutions. And right now there's maybe a couple different problems that people are facing currently where maybe they're not too keen on the stock market because of what's going on in 2022. And maybe they like the idea of taking their IRA or 401k, moving it to a self-directed account and just having a little bit more control over their money. So the solo 401k and the whole self-directed retirement account concept, it's just a tool in the tool belt, just like insurance is a tool in the tool belt, right? So that's uh, where I believe you've got to make sure that you know what's out there and what options are available to you and you figure out what's going to be the best, uh, you know, choice or choices that, that suit you best. Amen to that. I mean, and you're speaking right to the solo entrepreneurs out there that I know we have several that listen to this. And I mean, if you're with me and I, I, Daniel, I'm sure you won't follow on this as much, but if you follow me on Twitter, any listeners out there, other people supporting the same concept who you probably know, uh, the wealth dad, budget dog, they talk solo 401k all the time. Now I just have an expert on the show. Yeah, and uh, I know you mentioned earlier, Joseph, when I asked you, I said, hey, man, tell me about your audience. And, and you kind of gave me some color there. So I do want to tailor fit and make sure I can, can give some value. You know, maybe some of you guys listening to this right now, you're, you're not my ideal customer. And, and what I mean by that is our ideal customer is between 40 and 60 years old. They've got an established 401k or IRA worth more than $30,000, $50,000. So if that's not you, I, I want to make sure that you don't get off this podcast and you're like, man, that guy was cool, but like he offered me no value. So I'm 32 years old, so I can speak upon, you know, maybe some of the younger crowd. One thing that makes the solo 401k really cool, Joseph, is the high contribution limits. You can contribute just around $60,000 a year into the plan, depending on the amount of money your business brings in. And what makes this really unique is the solo 401k has a Roth feature and there's no income restriction. So some of you are aware if you make more than a certain amount of money, I think it's like 130,000 right around there. If you make more than that amount of money and you file as a single person, you can't even put money in a Roth IRA. The IRS says you make too much money. Now that's not the case with a solo 401k there is no Roth restriction. You could be making a quarter million dollars a year and still put money into a Roth solo 401k. And imagine if you are in your early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, you know, there's a lot of money flowing around right now. So I would imagine right now, there's some people listening to this that are doing pretty well for themselves. They're uh, spending more, they're spending less than what they're making. They're saving money. Like they're making good money choices. And they're all about, you know, creating wealth. Well, imagine if you stuck enough money over the years into a Roth solo 401k. And let's just say over the years, you were able to stock in $100,000. And you put that money to work. And over a period of time, 
that money grew to $500,000. And it was an all in your Roth solo 401k. Well, as you guys probably already know, a Roth, you're paying taxes on the seed, but you're not paying taxes on the harvest. So you pay taxes on the 100,000, the money you put in, but that money that grew to 500K is now 100% tax-free. So this is a, a great account to really get ahead financially in who doesn't love tax-free money. It's what uh, the basis is built on. I'm, I'm a big fan of Roth or nothing. It's kind of hard to argue that, especially when tax rates are not going to be go, they're not going down anytime soon, especially due to, uh, you know, all the money that the government has printed out. They've got to recoup their money some way, somehow. America and the government is a business and the easiest way for them to generate more revenue is just to raise taxes. Yeah, with an uh, inflation out of control, we're definitely not getting any better. Yep, exactly. And, and that kind of brings us, you know, so that's also going down the media kit. And I'm trying to hit bullets as you, as you put them and also the questions I had written down. You know, that's even what you say when how to make tax free money. Yeah, and okay. the yeah, the easiest way to do that, the way that uh, I'm a big proponent of is a Roth, right? Maybe you're not an entrepreneur, so you don't qualify for a solo 401k. A Roth IRA is a great place to start, right? The, diff, the, the, the con is you can only stick, you know, 6,000 a year into a Roth IRA. So it's gonna be pretty tough to amass a lot of money there. But shoot, you know, I've got the, my nephew's 18 years old. I'm always on him about setting up a Roth IRA. I mean, even if it's only a, a couple hundred dollars a month, a couple thousand a year, if you do that every year, that is going to add up and that money can grow tax-free and stay tax-free. The, the big hack is that solo 401k, right? If you've got a business generating enough income where you can stick 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 a year, and you were to do that year after year, you would have a nice big pot of tax-free money. As, as you get older and yeah no no doubt about that <laughs> and uh, I, I can edit this question out if you'd rather not or you know if the answer is too much on the it depends side but I, you know, I just want to go and ask and let's say an entrepreneur such as myself I'm a solo entrepreneur I have no employees what would it cost for like say me to open up a solo 401k yeah so I'll just be super direct there's really two kind of sides of that one you can go the traditional route Open up a solo 401k with Fidelity. Open up a solo 401k with Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, all solid companies. They're not going to charge you any money. And I know this because I actually opened up a plan with them to kind of test them out. They won't charge you a setup fee. There's no annual fee. They're just going to make money off of your, your idle cash that's just chilling in, in the account because obviously they can use that cash like a bank. But then they're also going to make money off of your investments if you've got like an ETF or a mutual fund, right? There's expense ratios. So they'll make money off of you with the assets under management and you're not paying a whole lot of money in fees other than the investment fees. That's one way. The other way is to open up a solo 401k with a company like ours. We're more expensive than the Wall Street companies. So for example, we're gonna charge an annual fee of about $445 to have the account. And it's a flat fee, whether you've got 20,000 with us or 200,000, it's just a flat annual fee. 
the difference between a solo 401k with our company and a solo 401k with like Fidelity or Vanguard is our plans are self-directed. So the only, the reason why you would want to set up a, a solo 401k that's self-directed with a company like ours is if you want exposure outside the stock market, right? If you want to be able to invest into real estate, precious metals, crypto, you know, things of that nature. If you're totally cool using your solo 401k to buy Tesla and specific ETFs and mutual funds and Amazon stock, then I would say a good play would be to go open up a solo 401k with a company like Vanguard, right? Vanguard is like ultra cheap in their fees and nobody can beat Vanguard's fees from my perspective. No, no, no. Wholeheartedly agree with you there. Vanguard, like what is VTI's expense ratio right now? Like 0.03%? It's nothing basically. 0.00000003. It's wild. Probably, yeah. Um but I love what you're saying there. Of course, you know, with the Wall Street companies, I mean, like zero dollars to open. There, there's no cost prohibition there. And even, you know, you said four forty-five a year with y'all, correct? Correct. That's also really not a lot of money, you know, when you get to the end of the day. So this is a very cost-effective option for any entrepreneur looking to make some extra cash or invest some extra cash. Excuse me. Yeah, it's just, again, another tool in the tool belt. And a lot of our customers, they've got a, a self-directed account with us and they like to play in the alternative world, but then they've got an IRA with Vanguard so they can take advantage of those cheap ETFs, right? So again, we're not the one-all be-all only solution. And, you know, also just out of curiosity, I'm excited, um, for one, you know, I love that you're basically describing, you know, an SDBA, a self-directed brokerage account inside a 401k, which for anyone at home, unless you own the company, and, I, and when I say company, I mean like 100 employees more and you have multiple million in revenue a year, you're not getting an SDBA. Because those are very, very pricey compared to 445 for a solo 401k. So like you said, you're closing the wealth divide in a lot of ways. Yeah, and uh, that, that's why a lot of times people, when we're going over this, my team and myself, and we're explaining all of this, a lot of times people are thinking, why haven't I heard of this before? Why hasn't my financial advisor gone over this with me before? And it all comes down to one, they didn't get this kind of education when they took their, their licenses or their training from Edward Jones and more often than not it's number two and number two is Edward Jones and Vanguard and Fidelity they don't make money when they teach their their clients how to use their retirement account to invest outside the stock market right that doesn't benefit them it doesn't generate them revenue so why would they teach you how to access your 401k IRA penalty and tax free I mean you're right if it doesn't make money why why push it exactly and, and, you know, go, going into that, and I do, I'm going to start closing this out fairly soon. Um, I do also want to ask, you know, you mentioned that your ideal customer is a 40 to 60 year old investor with, you know, some money outside of in traditional retirement accounts, I guess I'm going to word that. Would you also recommend this, you know, for a younger person or should this be something you look at when you're more established and have more money to play with? Yeah, I mean, really, we, we have customers. So we've got over a thousand customers that have plans with us. We've got our, our one-off 28-year-old, 32-year-old that amassed some money in a 401k and they left that job. 
because you see, we can only help somebody move money into a solo 401k, for example, if they have money in an IRA or a 401k from their old job. So usually when you're a little older, maybe you've job job hopped a few times, so you've got a 401k from a previous employer that you can convert to a solo 401k. But if you're listening to this right now and you're 28 years old and you've got a 401k that's worth, let's just say $30,000 and it's with a job from your previous employer and what I'm talking to you about appeals to you, then yeah, we'd love to have a conversation with you. So age matters more in the form of the context and in, in how uh, the, the accounts are structured. Understandable there, but I love hearing it. I do want to say really appreciate this. Uh, this interview has not gone where I thought it would, but uh, I'm happy for that. No, the, the content and the value, I think, to any entrepreneur out there is definitely here. And, uh, you know, kind of just moving into you know, kind of closing questions of the interview, I ask these uh, with every single person I bring on. Um, number one, Daniel, where can we find you online? Yeah, best place is danielblue.me. So that's Daniel Blue, just like the color, dot me. That's my site, my my main website, my, not my company's website, but it's a place where you can find a bunch of information about me. I've got my book listed on there. It's called Blueprint to Your Best Retirement. It touches some of the topics that you and I talk about, but more detail in the book. You can pick up the book on Audible or you know the physical form or Kindle. And then I've got a podcast called How Winners Win. That's a podcast that uh, I've got a co-host with, and, and we love to just pour into our audience and help people win in their, their business life, entrepreneur life, their financial life, their, their, their personal life. And then I've got a bunch of free content on there, a lot of articles that I wrote. And if you're somebody that has an IRA or 401k from an old job and what I've talked to you about, you feel like, man, I'd like to learn more. I've got, I've got your wheels turning, so to speak. Feel free to reach out and uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. And then all my social media handles are, are on there as well. And I, and I try to add value there uh, in, in those channels too. And I'll make sure to link all of those down in the show notes below. Uh, if you're on YouTube, it'll be down in the video description. And final question of the interview. So, you know, what's next for Daniel? Man, I want to really be able to, to scale this, grow this. I uh, got 12 employees right now, about 1,100 customers. So I really want to be able to take this to the next level. And I love working with people. I come from a sports background, so I love being around a team. I love competing. I love going through the ups and the downs. Obviously, I like to win a lot more than losing, but you, you got to be willing to take L's. You know, we all take L's no matter what we're doing. And uh, it's, it's really good and fun to do it with the team and going through those challenges. So what's next for me is, you know, being able to hire some more people and, and promote more of my staff and continue to grow internally. And then obviously we need to help more people in order for us to get where we need to be. But then there's a ton of people out there that, that need to hear our message because they don't know about what we've discussed. So, you know, really just being able to scale a lot more, add more clients and uh, grow as a team. Love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. Well, like I said, all of Daniel's links will be down in the description. And uh, thank you, Daniel, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a good, uh, good, fun morning with you, Joseph. Yeah. And uh, make sure if you're on YouTube, subscribe, rate us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it. And we'll see you again next week.